Welcome back to episode football front season one episode 31 today we're going over everything week 14 so let's get right into it start with Steelers versus the vikings and in that game um we had 26 28 6 and 7 staying at 6 6 and 1 uh going to the box score um Let's see, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, 28 touchdowns, interception, 14 to 31, 216 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. On the ground, Pittsburgh had Najee Harris with 20 carries, 94 yards, touchdown. Dalvin Cook had 27 carries, 205 yards, and two touchdowns. Great kind of game there. Kind of game you'd expect from Dalvin Cook at least once a season. Um... Up next for Pittsburgh's receiving, Chase Claypool, eight receptions, 93 yards. Deontay Johnson, five receptions, 76 yards. For Minnesota, K.J. Osborne led them with three receptions, 83 yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson in behind him with seven receptions, 79 yards and a touchdown. On defense, uh, Devin Bush for the Steelers had eight tackles. Joe Schobert had seven tackles. And Cameron Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, had six. For Minnesota, Eric Kendricks had 11 tackles. Anthony Barr had nine. Bashad Breland, Xavier Woods, and, um, yeah, that's it. Had eight, and then down to five for everyone else. And lower, at least. Five and lower, at least. Um, for interceptions, Akello Witherspoon had two interceptions, and Bashad Breland had one for Minnesota. Um... I'd say that was a game that, you know, the Steelers should have won. It was a good game, but they probably, Steelers probably still should have won that. Let's be honest, they're better in that kind of scenario. And I'm taking them a lot more, like 9 out of 10, I guess you could say, against the Vikings. Maybe not 9 out of 10, maybe like 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10. But um, Moving on to the next game, Falcons-Panthers. Falcons win 29 to 21. Uh, Matt Ryan was 19 to 28, 190 yards and a touchdown. Came before that, he was 15 and 20, 378 yards and an interception. PJ Walker came in for him, had six uh, for seven, for, six for 12, 75 yards, touchdown interception. The running game, neither team really got it going, I guess. Cordero Patterson was 16 carries, 58 yards. Mike Davis, 11. Carries 44 yards. For Carolina, Cam Newton had 10 carries, 47 yards. And a touchdown, Chuba Hubbard had 10 carries, 33 yards, and a touchdown. So, again, neither team really getting much going there. But, you know, just, you know, a you know, solid, okay running game, I guess. Um, Moving on, Carolina's receiving was Robbie Anderson. Seven receptions, 84 touchdowns. Or 84 yards and a touchdown, not 84 touchdowns. Jeez, that would have been crazy. But uh, DJ Moore with six receptions, 84 yards. For Atlanta, uh, Russell Gage had uh, four receptions, 64 yards. And Kyle Pitts had five receptions, 61 yards. Again, that's a game that probably could have gone every uh, anyway. You know, that's kind of a 50-50 game. I think for sure. Next up, Giants charge 37 to 21 win for the Chargers, as I would expect. Chargers advancing to eight and five. 
just a better team, you know. Giants are a bit banged up. Daniel Jones is out. You know, they're he wasn't, you know, last banged up team. I think they're still better. You know, Chargers are gonna be the better team. Uh anyway, the stats, Mike Glennon, 17 to 36, 191 yards, two touchdowns and interception. Riley Dixon, 0 for 1 for them as well. He's a punter, by the way. For Los Angeles, 23 of 31, 275 yards and three touchdowns was a stat line for Justin Herbert. Solid game from him. Moving on to the Russian game, uh, Saquon Barkley, 16 carries, 64 yards for the New York Giants, and Austin Eckler, 12 carries, 67 yards, and a touchdown. Um, I mean, Saquon Barkley's definitely taken a drop-off if you couldn't tell by now. You know, he's not been as good as you would expect him to be going into the season. I'm, I've not been happy with this game, I guess. Uh, New York's receiving was basically only one player got into decent, you know, kind of stats, which was Kyle Rudolph, two receptions, 66 yards. And then Jalen Guyton for Los Angeles led – you know, he led them with three receptions, 87 yards. Joshua Palmer was behind him with five receptions, 66 yards. And Mike Williams had six receptions, 61 yards. But again, behind that. On defense, uh, Kaiser White had 10 total tackles for Los Angeles. And Nasir Adderley had seven uh, for uh, Amen Ogbongab. Bamiga, I'm thinking. Uh, and Drew Tranquil, they each had six tackles. For New York, Aaron Robinson had nine tackles. Logan Ryan had nine tackles. Tay Crowder had eight. Dexter Lawrence had seven. And Julian Love and Austin Johnson each had six. Interception-wise, Nick Neiman Nick Neiman, uh, had one interception for the Chargers. On to the next game, we've got even one. Uh, and coming out, that was obviously going to be um, Lamar Jackson hurt in the game. Uh, Tyler Huntley had to come in for him during the third was uh, Tyler Huntley, 27 of 38, 270 yards, and a touchdown solid game from him. Baker Mayfield, though, 22 of 32, 190 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Baker Mayfield just hasn't been himself this season. You know, he's normally an okay quarterback. He's just been below that. He's just a below average, slightly below average quarterback in my. Compared to what he was supposed to be in this season, he's been very disappointing, in my opinion at least. You know, the only reason they won that game 24-22 over the Ravens was because Lamar Jackson got injured. Lamar Jackson was only completed four passes on four attempts before getting hurt. Um, for, uh, Baltimore's rushing, Devontae Freeman led them with 13 carries and 64 yards. For Cleveland, Nick Chubb with 17 carries and 59 yards led the way for them. Baltimore's receiving game was pretty good, though. Uh, Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews both over 100 yards. Mark Andrews with 11 receptions, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Rashad Bateman, 7 receptions, 103 yards. On Cleveland's end, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones was solid, five receptions, 90 yards. Jarvis Landry was at five receptions, 41 yards, and a touchdown as well. 
I think, but again, I'll repeat this. The only reason Cleveland Browns won that game is because Lamar Jackson got hurt. With Lamar, that's a completely different game, in my opinion. Because Lamar Jackson just brings more confidence to the entire team. He's more to threat, so he draws the defense more. I don't know. That's just my, I guess, idea. And we're going to move on to a little stretch of games where it's like, I don't even think I need to go over it. But if you want me to go over it, leave a rating and review. And in that review, you can tell me what, I guess, what, um, you know, if I should, you know, just kind of skip over some of the, the games that are like, you know, blowouts or, you know, what you'd expect. Or um, should I go over them? If you want me to go over my will, but you need to tell me that in the uh, review section, I guess. So starting off with Titans 20, Jaguar 0, as you'd expect, um, you know, 20 to 0 win for the Titans over a team like the Jaguars, I about expected. Um, Another game that you'd expect to happen like this would be Chiefs Raiders 48 to 9 win for the Chiefs who advanced to 9 and 4 after their kind of, I guess, slump, you could call it. You know, they're advancing on, keep going. They're they've been solid now. Another game, Saints Jets 30 to 9. You'd expect it again. The Saints should be beating the Jets by that kind of margin. Um so moving on to a game that we actually have to go over again is Cowboys versus the football team. Uh Dallas Cowboys going into the game were favorite to say. Uh they did win 27. Yes, you'd probably expect. But the Washington football team is a better team than people will give them credit. Taylor Heineke's been solid. Today he was not as good, but a lot of 2,522 yards and a touchdown interception for him. Uh, you know, the story's amazing, though. I mean, he's been a good quarterback in the NFL, and he was signed in free agency after being a backup in the XFL. The XFL. So we went from a backup in the XFL, which is about a whole, like, 10 levels worse than the NFL, 100 levels worse than the NFL. And he goes to a solid starting quarterback for a good team. I mean, it's a great uh, story, I guess you could say. You know, after he came in uh, as a third-string quarterback for the football team started for them in the wild card game and made it an interesting game against the eventual Super Bowl champions. I mean, if they won that game, I guarantee it would have been crazy. A team called the football team winning in the playoffs against the team like the Buccaneers with Tom Brady and, uh, you know, Gronk and Godwin Evans. It would have been crazy. Anyway, moving on to Dallas. Dallas's quarterback, Dak Prescott, 22 of 39, 211 yards, touchdown, two interceptions. Not as good as you'd hope for him to be, but he was solid enough. Um, Dallas, you'll notice a key loss in this running game. Ezekiel had 12 carries, 45 yards, but there was no Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is an underrated part of this offense. He gets like 10 to 15 carries probably a game and is very good. He's also uh, can come out of the back and make a catch and, you know, get some yards. You know, he's got some stuff that Ezekiel Elliott can't do, and that makes him a key part of this offense. Without him, it's huge. And if they had him, I think they maybe 
win a bit more comfortably. Or maybe it feels a bit more comfortable even if it's not on the scoreboard. You know, where it's like they were out of the game and they put in a field goal like with two seconds left to make it, you know, look like it was close kind of thing. Anyway, for Washington, you know, the running game was lackluster. Their best running back being Antonio Gibson, 10 carries, 36 yards only. Just not as good as you'd hope. Um, you know, the receiving game, uh, C.D. Lamb led the Cowboys with seven receptions, 61 yards. Michael Gallup right behind him with five receptions, 60 yards. For Washington, Cam Sims, three receptions, 69 yards, and that was about it probably from Washington. On to the defense, uh, for Washington, Cole Holcomb and Cameron Curl each had eight tackles. William Jackson, Jonathan Allen, and Daniel Wise each had seven, and Kendall Fuller had six tackles. Uh, for Dallas, Jordan Lewis had six, and Dorrance Armstrong had six tackles. Um, for the interceptions, Washington's were from Cole Holcomb, who took it to the house, and Landon Collins, who had the other interception. For Dallas, Randy Gregory got the interception. Moving on after good game from Washington and Dallas, we've got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Houston Texans. Again, this is a game I probably won't go over. The playing Seahawks team would have, you know, comfortably beat this as they did. 33-13 win for the Seahawks. Um, you know, you basically expect that the Texans are two and eleven. You know, the Seahawks are only five and eight, which is more than people expected. Um, you know, you basically, you know, expect it still. Moving on to another game, you'd expect thirty-eight to ten win. Broncos seven and six. Lions one and eleven. One eleven and one. Sorry, thirty-eight to ten win. You know, you you'd expect it. Um. Moving on to two of the more interesting games of the weekend. Um, 49ers versus the Bengals. This was a shockingly close game. You could say 26-23 win for the 49ers over the Bengals um, in overtime, might I say as well. That makes all the stats look buffed, you, you know. You know, Jimmy won two touchdowns. Let's be honest, he's not doing that unless this goes into overtime. Same kind of thing with Joe Burrow. 25-34, 348 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, it's a really good game, but, you know, it's padded a little bit because of overtime. Uh, On to the running game. 13 carries, 56 yards for San Francisco's leading rusher, Jeff Wilson Jr., and for Cincinnati, Joe Mixon, 18 carries, 58 yards rushing. Uh, Receiving-wise, George Kittle, 13 receptions, 151 yards and a touchdown. And Brandon Ayuk, 6 receptions, 62 yards and a touchdown. For Cincinnati, T. Higgins had 5 receptions, 114 yards. Neymar Chase had 5 receptions, 77 yards and 2 touchdowns. On defense, Von Bell had 10 tackles, Jesse Bates had 9, Jermaine Pratt had 9, and Chidobi Awuzie had 6 tackles. And uh, for um, San Francisco, Aziz Al-Shair had 11 tackles, Kwan Williams had 7, so did Jaquiski Tart, and Fred Warner, they all had 7. Anthony Thomas had 6 as well for the San Francisco 49ers. 
Um, that was a good game. Went to overtime. Definitely kind of game that, you know, you're fighting for a playoff spot. The 49ers are, you know, State of and Cardinals, two teams actually just played this Monday night football. So, you know, that was huge. Um, you know, moving on now to Bills Buccaneers, another um good game. Went into overtime. Bills lost 27 to 33. Now this proves that the Bills are still a competitive team. Now the thing is the Bills are seven and six. Now they actually have to fight for a playoff spot. Buffalo is going into the season unexpected. Um, you know, a good team, you know, eleven and five. Or sorry, eleven six now. Well, they're already seven and six. They need to go and win four more games just to get that kind of record. They're not in a good position right now. Uh, Josh Allen, you know, hasn't been what they expected him to be going into the season. Coming off of a really good season, he just hasn't been as good as they need him to be. Um, I think that also is the thing is there's no now dominant teams. There's no teams that are like. Oh, yeah, they're 100% the best team in football. That's arguable now. There's no, yeah, this team's the best. Like, the Patriots are the best team in football or the whoever are the best team in football. That's not really right. the thing right now. You don't really know until the Super Bowl's over. Um, and let's get in the stats. Josh Allen, 36 of 54, 308 yards, two touchdowns and interception. Tom Brady, 31 of 46, 363 yards and two touchdowns. Brady, I think, clearly outplayed Josh Allen in that game. You know, it you know, I'd expect it cut based off of what Josh Allen has done this year. He hasn't been what we'd expect him to be. He hasn't looked like any surefire franchise quarterback, you know it, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, he was good in the running game today, though, or the other day, I should say, because this is recorded on Tuesday, but uh, he had 12 carries, 109 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. Tom Brady had seven carries, 16 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. Kind of shocking that he was even running the ball, but yeah, I guess. Leonard Fournette led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to and rushing with 19 carries, 113 yards, and a touchdown. Um, for Buffalo's receiving, Stephon Diggs, 7 receptions, 74 yards, and Cole Beasley, 9 receptions, 64 yards. I think another key thing for, you know, Josh Allen is Stephon Diggs hasn't been Stephon Diggs. He hasn't been that arguably, like, second or third best receiver on the game. He's kind of been, you know, down a bit, kind of a down year. You know, meanwhile, Chris Godwin's getting 10 receptions, 105 yards on the other end, and Mike Evans, six receptions, one yards and a touchdown on the other end. Those kind of things make you question how good this Buffalo Bills team is. I think the Buccaneers clearly are the better team, and the Buccaneers are, again, another Super Bowl contender this year. I think they have a really good shot at it. Moving on to defensively, Devin White had 10 tackles. Levante David had 9. Antoine Winfield had 9 tackles. Sean Murphy Bunting, 8 tackles. And uh, Richard Sherman had an interception. For Buffalo, 12 tackles for Tremaine Edmonds. Jordan Poyer had 10 total tackles. Matt Milano had 9 tackles, one of them being a sack. Mike Hyde had 8 tackles. Dane Johnson had seven, and Harrison Phillips had six. Main 
um, I guess, defensive players for both teams there. Moving on to the second game is um, the Bears versus the Packers. Aaron Rodgers once again owned the Bears, as he said in his own words. You know, remember, I don't know if you remember when he was against the Bills earlier in the season. Dominated the Bills. Um, uh, going over the stats here, Justin Fields, 18 of 33, 224 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Aaron Rodgers, though, 29 of 37, 341 yards, and four touchdowns, no interceptions. Um... Running-wise, Justin Fields had 9 carries, 74 yards, leading the way for Chicago. A.J. Dillon had 15 carries, 71 yards, leading the way for Green Bay. Uh, Devontae Adams had 10 receptions, 121 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Alan Lazard had 6 receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown for Green Bay. Chicago receiving game was solid. Demir Bird had 2 receptions, 76 yards, and a touchdown. Jakeem Grant Sr. had 1 reception, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Defensively, Eddie Jackson had nine tackles. Artie Burns had nine tackles. Roquan Smith had nine tackles. Tayshawn Gibson had eight tackles for Chicago. Uh, for Green Bay, um, Devondre Campbell had 16 tackles for them, leading the way. Preston Smith had four tackles, two of them being sacks. Moving on to the last Monday night football, Rams-Cardinals, huge game fighting for a division. Rams went to 23 over Kyler Murray and the uh, Cardinals. Cardinals are now 10-3, and three, and the Rams advance to 9-4. and four. Um, That's here, 23 of 30 yards and three touchdowns for Matthew Stafford, playing a good game there. And for Arizona, 32 of 49, 383 yards and two interceptions for Kyler Murray, not what you'd want him to be. Um... For the rushing game, Sony Michelle led the way, 20 carries, 79 yards for the Rams, and Arizona had 7 carries, 61 yards come from Kyler Murray. James Conner also had two rushing touchdowns. Um, for the receiving game, Cooper Cup, 13 receptions, 123 yards and a touchdown. Odell Beckham, 6 receptions, 77 yards and a touchdown. Van Jefferson, 2 receptions, 58 yards and a touchdown. For Arizona, A.J. Green, 7 receptions, 102 yards. James Conner, nine receptions, 94 yards. Christian Kirk, three receptions, 86 yards. DeAndre Hopkins also had five receptions, 54 yards. Um, moving on to defense, Leonard Floyd for Los Angeles had eight tackles. Ernest Jones had seven. Darius Williams had six. And Jordan Fuller had six, and so did David Long. Um, for Arizona, Jalen Thompson had nine tackles. Jordan Hicks and Robert Alford had seven tackles. Jordan Phillips and Buda Baker had five. Interception-wise, Ernest Jones and Leonard Floyd each had an interception. So that's all the games from week 14 of the NFL season. Now I'll give predictions. Won't really go over much for week 15. I'm going to win kind of thing. It's going to be a close game, but Chiefs will come out. I'm going to say Browns will come out with that one. I'm going to take the Patriots here. Uh, Panthers-Bills, I'm taking the Bills. Cowboys-Giants, I'm taking the Cowboys. Titans-Steelers, I'm taking the Titans. Cardinals-Lions, I'm taking the Cardinals. 
Dolphins, Jets, I'm taking the Dolphins. Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm taking Washington. Uh, Houston versus Jacksonville, I'm taking Houston. Um, Cincinnati versus Denver, I'm taking Cincinnati. Um, um, uh, 49ers versus Falcons, I'm taking 49ers. Seahawks versus Rams, I'm taking the Rams. Packers, Ravens, I'm taking the Packers. Saints, Buccaneers, I'm taking the Buccaneers. And on Monday night, football, Vikings versus the Bears, I am taking the Minnesota Vikings. But that will be all for today's episode of the Football Front Podcast. I really hope you all enjoyed. And I'll see you guys whenever I record my next episode.